0: Well, hello, powerful manifestor, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, you know who I am. I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think Believe and Manifest Talk Show. And I'm so grateful, so thankful. Are so appreciative that you made a decision to join me today from all over the world. And guess what? I believe that the spirit has attracted you here so that you can receive that download. You know, just that one, uh, one motivation, that one inspiration that will keep you moving forward so that you can live a life of abundance and purpose. Well, I pray that you are having a great day today. It's a beautiful day here in the ATL. Fall is here, everyone. Have a great show for you today. Uh, uh Emily Wilcox is going to be talking to you about how to heal your money wounds. Wow, you know, Emily built a seven-figure business, and she's going to teach us how we can heal our money wounds and do the same. So, so excited about it. You know, I would be remiss if I didn't give a shout out and and just said that I've been saying prayers for all the people in Florida who experienced the hurricane. Oh my goodness. I have so many clients in Florida, but even if I don't know you, I'm just sending out a prayer for you, uh, of empowerment, uh, you know, just of healing, you know, and all of the above. You know, this is just a good time, people, to take a look at your own life and be grateful. I mean, look at those people, some of them, they, their homes, the roads, uh, you know, their businesses. Be grateful for where you are and what you have. Here I am sitting in a beautiful home with air conditioning, everything working. So be grateful. Let's see what else. Uh, visit me on social media. Uh, join me on Instagram, which is Law of Attraction. Constance, the same thing on TikTok. Uh, on my YouTube channel, Constance Arnold. Please uh, become a subscriber. Every week I upload probably two A three-minute motivational videos that will really help you. Facebook is Coach with Constance. Anything else I want to say? Yes, I want to remind you that I am collaborating with my dear friend, Jane Sterling, all the way in Canada. You know, Jane is a bad boy. That's what I always tell him. You know, he helped so many people to become wealthy when he was working on Wall Street. And now he wants to help you do the same. I was having lunch with one of my former uh, clients. Uh, she was in town this week. And she said, I, I've been hearing about Jaden." I said, you need to do more than here. here. I said, I, I trust Jaden, you know, implicitly. And then when his company, which is Sterling Stock Picker, was selected and won what they call the Software Oscar, which is it is SAAS, which is a service award uh, that helps other people use software. And in that particular category, uh they really won the best SAAS product for financial services so you see he's being noticed all over the world and I love it because of his many years of experience that you don't need to be an expert to invest like one you might be saying Constance I don't know nothing about stocks well you can learn it's absolutely free you you don't have to subscribe unless you want to. They're not going to take your credit card. So why not go on a website that's full of the vibration of abundance uh, and prosperity? And I just went up there again this week. And they have award-winning stock picking software that makes it really simple. And it's proven. And you're going to get results. And like I said, it's absolutely free. And Jayden has started a coaching mentoring group. And wow, wouldn't you love to be coached and mentored by a millionaire? And he can tell you, do this. Don't do this. Pick this stop, Do more of that. Isn't that something, you know, I I was I had a mentor, a, a mentor who a millionaire who mentored me. I got that out in the area of business. She taught me so much. You've heard me say so many times a coach can tell you in five minutes what it took he or she maybe 20 years to learn. She said, Constance, do this. Don't do this. Don't choose these kind of people. So that's how Jaden is. And so he's going to have a coaching group that you can become a part of. And I love it also because they have a community. You know, you just don't want to feel like you're online by yourself and, start, and sort of isolated. But they have a community where you are connecting with other. You know, investors where you guys can share ideas and strategies if you are interested. And I understand that Jaden comes on, he streams live, and you can ask him any questions. And uh, so this is your opportunity to begin to build wealth in your life. And I think it's 33. $33 to subscribe if that's what you want to do, which you don't have to do it. Hey, I spend that much on my dog every week, getting her washed and groomed. And so it's a great opportunity for you to just try it for free. And I love it because if all of you who are concerned about money, you want more money, it takes you out of that lack mentality it takes you into a more expansive. Uh, somebody said, I think it was was Joel Solomon. He said, I think it was something like 500, and 500 plus 547 million trillion dollars are exchanged every day. So Sterling Stock Picker will help you to tap into that. So go there right now. It's absolutely free. Check it out or take advantage of the free trial. Scroll around and uh, let's become blessed and prosperous. And lastly, those of you who've been listening to me for years, I'm thanking you in advance for for your financial gift. I know that I come every week. With a stellar presentation, I prepare, I come giving you my absolutely best. I only bring to you the best. And this is your opportunity to support the Think, Believe and Manifest talk show. And so you could go to my website, Uh, You can hit the donate button or you can cash out me, dollar sign, um, Constance Arnold, or you could zale me, Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com you know, it's a universal law that whatever pours into you you give back to, and Einstein even talked about the boomerang effect whatever you give will come back to you And one of the quickest ways, it doesn't always have to be money, to change things in your life is to give. I told a client this week, she says, I'm cleaning out my closet and getting rid of stuff. I said, no, you're cleaning out your closet and you are investing it into other people's lives. And that will come back to you. Not that you're giving to get, but it's just a universal law. So if you have been transformed, motivated, moved, encouraged, shifted, and changed, which I know many of you have, I tell you what, I'm thanking you in advance for your gift. All right, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. You guys know about my coaching. If you're ready for a discovery call, call email me at Constance at Everybody, let's take a deep breath in. Let it out. One more time. Let it out. I want you to get centered and get ready, get open to receive. I'll be right back. Are you
1: feeling stuck? Are you ready to live a life beyond your wildest dream? Constance Arnold is a seasoned and experienced professional licensed counselor for 25 years and a certified success life coach and would love to partner with you to create your dreams.
0: Well, everybody, I'm really excited about my special guest. And I know what y'all saying, you saying Constance, you always excited. And, and I am because the spirit always brings to us exactly who we need. Somebody asked me the other day, after 700 podcasts, do you ever get bored? I'm like. I'm not saying that it's easy, but the guests are so exciting and they just give such revelation that, uh I'm just always so grateful, and today is no exception, y'all. We got a baller in the house. Uh, we got a superstar. Uh, I want to welcome Emily Wilcox. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She is a money healer and business mentor for women entrepreneurs, and guys can take partake of it also. She built a seven-figure business, which was the ecom Biz Plus a marketing agency from the hustle and grind masculine energy. Can anybody relate to that? But now she teaches others how to quickly identify and heal their money wounds so that they can step into their feminine energy wealth. She teaches women and men how to step in their full power with ease and joy to really create and build their business. She has a couple of mantras on her website that I just love. And it's and it talks about that there are literally trillions of dollars just floating all around us now. And I love the mantra of easy money. She's going to teach us all of that today. So open up your heart and your spirit. So Emily Wilcox,
1: welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Thank you, Constance. I'm so happy to be here.
0: You're so beautiful, and uh, I'm just excited. I forgot to say she's a mom, she's married, and she's a CrossFit lover, and she can dance too. Did not I see you on TikTok making some kind
1: of move or something, (laughs) Emily? I'm not a great dancer, but I do have fun dancing. I think it helps us (laughs) tap into our feminine energy.
0: Right, right. Well, tell us a little bit about who you are and your journey. And I have so many questions for you. Because over these 13 years, the number one question, you already know the end of this sentence that I get is Constance, how can I manifest more money?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, your introduction was so beautiful. And I think I understand that question. And if I'm honest with myself, I've spent most of my life with kind of an unhealthy obsession around money. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that is always the predominant question. You listen to Abraham Hicks, Mm -hmm. questions all the time about money. And, we often weaponize money against ourselves and we feel like, well, if I'm happy in other areas, sure, I have a husband that I love. Sure, I have kids. Sure, I have a, a job that I like, but as long as the money isn't where I want it to be, I'm going to make that mean something about me, that I'm mm-hmm. unworthy or that I'm unsuccessful or that I can't fully enjoy things. And so it creates this unhealthy obsession and we make money mean so much more than it actually can. We make it mean whether we're safe or not, whether we're worthy or not, whether we're successful or not, whether we're uh, accomplishing things in our lives or not. And it's like, whoa, hold on. When did we decide that these pieces of paper get to have that much power?
0: I love that. So, you know, you built your seven figure business in masculine energy. I'm tired just even saying that. (laughs) Well, what was that like for you? And what is masculine energy versus feminine energy?
1: Okay. Yeah. So if this terminology is new, I think it's really important to first say that although it's gendered terminology, it actually doesn't have to do with whether you reside in a male body or a female body. So, Females have masculine and feminine energy. Men have masculine and feminine energy. Mm -hmm. So the masculine is the giving and the doing and the thinking energy. The feminine energy is the receiving energy and the being energy. So more leaned back, trust, surrender, Mm -hmm. receiving. The masculine is more lean forward, taking action, thinking, strategizing, doing. So when I built... Uh, the agency and the e-commerce business and masculine energy, let's be, it was the only thing I knew. So in a way it felt fine. Um, I had just absorbed enough conditioning from the world that it was like, this is what you do. You outwork other people. You don't quit when other people are willing to quit. Mm -hmm. You put in more time, put in more hours, and that's what leads to success. Um, you know, we, my husband was involved in these businesses as well. And we used to just say, well, this is what it's like being in a startup. This is oh. the season. And so for us, it felt very normal, but we really didn't know any other way. And I think the, the predominant um, narrative around business building is kind of that, Gary V style, right? Like work until your eyeballs bleed or the Grant Cardone 10 X club. Like I'm going to do 10 X more than everybody else. And look, I'm still really grateful for my work ethic. So I'm not here to say that you don't have to do anything, but I am here to say it doesn't have to feel so hard. And half of that stuff that you're doing, just thinking you have to do it Mm -hmm. is not really the stuff that moves the needle on your business or on your wealth building anyway.
0: Well, you know, on the inside, just personally, I knew that God had already given us all things in the quantum world. I knew that all possibilities exist and, and all creation was finished. But like you, all I knew was massive action But it didn't feel natural to me as a woman. And so I'm so glad that you've really broken this down, you know, for for listeners. And so, so can we use our tap into our feminine energy in other areas? Like if we want to manifest a weight release, I mean, can we lean into that feminine energy to manifest
1: other things in our lives besides money? Absolutely. I think feminine energy is a really important piece of the recipe for manifestation because what I find, and this is a slight oversimplification, but I think it really helps us to understand is that the masculine and feminine energy is more about a sequence. And if we start in the feminine energy, which is really I'm open and I'm receptive, right? we're ready to receive, well, then God, spirit, universe can communicate with us and can give us an inspiration, can give us through our intuition, a feeling of, oh, you know what? It does feel like the right time to buy an Airbnb, Mm -hmm. or it does feel like the right time to launch this program that I've been thinking about. So we start in the feminine energy and in that it opens up a really nice channel for us to commune with the part of ourselves that already knows the part of ourselves that is divine. And naturally once we have that inspiration, we'll want to take aligned action. So I think some people get stuck thinking that they can just, Manifest without taking any action. And it happens sometimes. But what I typically see is that humans are naturally industrious. We want to do things. And so once we have the inspiration or the intuition, flipping into the masculine and taking a nice aligned action just feels like the most natural thing in the world. And it doesn't feel like hustle and it doesn't feel like grind and it doesn't feel hard. It feels joyful and fun yeah you, you you said that
0: so so well you know just the simplicity of the way that you uh, just express that so let's talk about you help uh, people hear their money wounds yes. what in the world are money wounds I know we got them but what are, how do what are they and how do we shift and change those
1: Yes. So the way that I define money wounds is they are an old thought and feelings about money, often programmed during childhood that are typically stored in our subconscious brain and also in our body as stored trauma. Mm. And so I've had the joy and pleasure of working with hundreds of entrepreneurs at this point. And through that, I've been able to identify six money wounds. Okay. And we may have a few of them. We typically won't feel like we have all of them, but we might resonate with a lot and that's okay. And these money wounds are things that are holding us back from more wealth and from easier wealth, frankly, because we think that we are grown adults walking around making very sovereign, independent decisions. But so much, and I know that you know this, Constance, because you talk a lot about subconscious programming, so much of our decision-making is actually being run by this computer program inside of our brain. Yeah. And with money, it's no different. So if if what you observed in childhood was that your family could never get ahead, Maybe there would be a big, great financial thing that happened, followed by some sort of financial disaster. You will have that happen in your life. You will continue playing out that pattern, but it's all subconscious. So it's like, wait, why is it that I just got this unexpected check in the mail and then my car breaks down? Why does that Mm -hmm. stuff always happen to me? And so when we can take what's in our subconscious mind and bring it into the conscious and actually look at it, reprogram it, heal it, then it completely opens us up for a new relationship with money that can be so much easier and so much more abundant than anything we've ever experienced. So name us the six money wounds. What are they? Sure. Okay. So there's the money shame wound, which is I'm unworthy of money. Oh, who am I? I'm not that special. Why should I be wealthy? How can I charge this? There's the evil money wound, which is, you know what? Having a lot of money is going to make me bad. It's going to open me up for judgment. I might lose my belonging and my family, or I might have to sacrifice my morals in order to earn the kind of money that I want to earn. There's the money trust wound which is like, I don't trust myself with money. I think I'm going to screw this up. I kind of wish mom or dad or my husband or someone else, a financial advisor could just make these decisions for me. Mm -hmm. There's the hard money wound. I have to work harder to make more money. If I want more money, I got to put in more effort. There's the safe money wound, which is, you know, I just don't feel safe unless I've got a nice chunk of change in the bank. Or you know what? I'll feel safe once I have this in the bank. The money is going to make me feel safe. And then the last one, the disappearing money wound, which is I don't trust money. Money's always leaving me. The rug could just get pulled out from under me and this could all just get taken away.
0: Wow. I I could really in the past relate to almost all of those. (laughs) And and so, so we consciously have to acknowledge those And then we have to reprogram that, oh, that, that doggone
1: subconscious is powerful. (laughs) It is, it is, but I, I really believe that the diagnosis, so to speak, is really the most important part, because Mm -hmm. if you've ever known anyone in your life, that's had kind of a mystery illness, they go to the doctors, they've had a million tests run, Mm -hmm. they can't get answers, they don't know why they're not feeling good. If they're a woman, they've probably been told that they're crazy and that they're making it up and that it's all in their head. But the moment they get the diagnosis and they see the list of symptoms that are associated with it, it's like, oh my gosh, that explains this. That explains that. Oh, now I know why I felt this way. It's like it changes everything. And then you know what treatments are available. But as long as you're walking around thinking, I don't know why I feel this way. I don't know why this happens. I might just be crazy. There's not really a whole (laughs) lot you can do with that.
0: Yeah, I'm laughing at myself because one of mine was, I can't have my money. I I have to marry into Mm, money. So I did. And after I went through my divorce, every man that I dated was wealthy. And I'm like, okay, what's the deal here? And it was, I don't, I didn't believe that I could own or have my own. Yeah. And it boiled down to not being worthy. That whole issue, self-worth and and all of that. Wow.
1: Yes. Yeah. And when we, and sometimes when we feel that way, where subconsciously we were kind of the damsel in distress and we really Mm -hmm. want this white knight to come and save the day it can also look like joining a coaching program or a program on how to invest in real estate or you name it so true based on the fact that oh all i'm going to have to do is just follow their five steps and then it, then i'm going to have it figured out for me and i will tell you when we invest from that damsel in distress energy hoping that someone else is just going to save the day It never works out. The end of that story is not, I'm so rich and happy and I just followed someone else's formula and I didn't have to trust myself at all. No. Wow,
0: that's good. So it's trusting and knowing within your own self that I have this powerful subconscious spirit in me and I can create and manifest anything. It's knowing that. That's why I tell people, I'm not a guru. I'm just like you. Yeah. I think what I did was I allowed myself to know and own and experience certain principles.
1: Yes. Well, here's the thing. Okay. Often when we talk about manifesting, people want to just talk about the good things. Oh, I manifested this money. I manifested the car. Well, I hate to tell you, you also manifested the money drama, you also manifested all of the unpleasant things that happened. We are such powerful beings and it's not to shame yourself or make yourself wrong, but it's actually more empowering to own your piece of it Mm -hmm. than to just act like you're a victim of circumstance. And there's a quote that I love that says, Having is evidence of wanting. And that say, means. Say that-, say that again. Having is evidence of wanting. Okay. Meaning, if you have an empty bank account, that is your evidence that on some level, that actually feels safer and better to you than having a full bank account we manifest everything in our lives. So whatever we have or don't have is the evidence of what's going on in our subconscious mind that makes us a match for that. So we've got to look for the clues and whatever is in our life or whatever is not in our life is the clue. So when you started dating and you're like, wait a second, why is it that all of these men happen to be wealthy? That was a clue as to what was going on in your subconscious mind. And you were smart enough and curious enough to actually follow those clues to understand what was happening below the surface.
0: So true, because my pastor jokingly said to me, well, Constance, because I would introduce all of these wealthy men to my pastor. He said, well, you know. Since you're dating all of these wealthy men, maybe one of them are coming here and pay off this church mortgage. (laughs) And we laughed about it, but it made me think, oh, my goodness, this is a pattern. Yeah. You know, this is what I always do. What is it in me that would be looking outside of myself? Yeah. For that. They're yes. so good. So you mentioned, you know, you can't come on the law of attraction radio network, Emily, and, and me not ask you what's your take around the law of attraction and manifesting money? Because you know we hear so many people manifest money quick. How I manifested ten thousand dollars in in a day. What's your take on the law of attraction and manifesting money or anything?
1: Okay. So I really believe that our feelings are a point of attraction. So often we want to circumvent how we actually feel. And we want to just say affirmations. I'm so rich and wealthy. I've got money coming my way. Well, how does that actually make you feel in your body when you say that? Because if there's a part of you that's going, "Uh uh-uh, nope, Mm -hmm. that's not true. It really cancels out whatever we're consciously saying. So it's part of the reason that I love doing this money healing because it really creates a different experience in our bodies as well. Um, but I look at law of attraction so much more holistically than just money, and I really would recommend that for your listeners, not because I don't love money. I do. I just find that when we can take away some of the obsession mm-hmm. the money comes faster. It's universe works on frequency and the frequency of gratitude and appreciation just is. So if I'm grateful for money or I'm grateful for my beautiful children it doesn't matter. It's gratitude And it's the same energetic frequency. And so often because we've got so much tangled up with money, as soon as we start thinking about it, we drop into a a lower frequency. We start to drop into anxiety. We start to drop into stress. Mm -hmm. Whereas when we can focus on other things in our lives that are going really well, that we're so grateful for, Abraham Hicks calls this a rampage of appreciation. It changes the way that we feel and the way that we feel is what we're an energetic match for. So if I start saying, oh my gosh, I am so lucky to have been married 12 years. I found my partner. He is so incredible. You know, there are women out there that would give anything to find the man that's meant for them and to build a life together. I feel so lucky for that you know, I've got two beautiful children. Oh, and they're so healthy and they're so sweet and they bring me joy every day. And there are women out there that have everything else in life, but they have been praying, 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 and they don't have a baby yet. Oh, I am so lucky to have these two babies in my life. I love them so much. You see how that took me?
0: That's good.
1: That's like not even two minutes. And you can feel what an amazing state that I'm in. If you can genuinely do that around money, do it. If money takes you out of it and you notice, as soon as I bring my attention to money, it feels a little funky. Just go to whatever feels good and where you can genuinely feel appreciation. And that sends out the, the bat signal to the universe. Hey, Give me more things that I get to appreciate. And by the way, money is just a natural byproduct of that.
0: Yeah, that is so good, Emily. Well, you know, you talk about how to welcome easy money. Yeah. What's easy money? I, I, I like that.
1: Yeah. So to me, easy money is really, it's aligned money. And mm. it's really being open and receptive to so many money possibilities. So often when we think about, okay, I want to make an extra $5,000 a month, our brain will naturally go to one path that it thinks mm-hmm. we, that has to come from, right? And it's typically whatever our profession is or our business. And so our brain just starts to think about, oh, well, if I wanted to make $5,000 more, I'd have to get a different job. And we just go straight down one rabbit hole. The more that we can kind of lean back and say, okay, it could come through my business. I could get a new client. I could keep my day job and have a a client or somebody come through on the side that's paying me for something. I could get an unexpected check in the mail. I could get an inheritance I wasn't expecting. I could find out that uh, on my property, there's actually oil underneath it and I could sell the oil rights like in the quantum there are infinite possibilities about how that money comes but we tend to immediately take those infinite possibilities and narrow them down to one and we tend to pick the one that requires the most effort from us
0: that's good you teaching now uh emily that is very powerful. It's so funny you should say that because I went to a function about three, uh, about four weeks ago to just support my my BFF. And so everybody who went got a hundred dollar uh, free visa card, but they ran out. So they've been calling me all week, but I forgot about it. And she said to me, you must have a lot of money because we're having to chase you down. <laughs> And um uh, I thought about that my mind wasn't on that. Yeah. And so when I went to pick it up, I said, I am so grateful, but kind of like what you explained, I really stay in a vibration of gratitude. Yes. For the grass, that today we don't we have low humidity, you know that fall is here. And yeah. I and kind of like what you share. Clients and other good things just come to me because yeah. I, I I feel like I'm living in that state of constant gratitude, appreciation, looking for the good, etc. Yeah.
1: yeah, absolutely. And I will say one other piece around okay. this idea of easy money that I think we often have to look at and heal. We often feel most interested in the money that we have to work hard for, because what we've observed in our childhood was that rich and wealthy people got judged by our parents, by our family, but the people that were working really hard for something got praised. And so our brain does the math on that and says, okay, I'm afraid of being wealthy because I don't want to be judged by my, the people I love the most. But I figured out a hack. I've got a work around. If I work really hard for it and everyone sees that I've had to work so hard to build this, then once I have it, I won't get judged. That's good. So, So why do you
0: think that people who have money get more money and seemingly people who are having to work hard, maybe two jobs, still struggle? What is that?
1: Unfortunately, money doesn't flow where it's needed most. Wow. That's something we can take up with God when we (laughs) when we have those conversations because, you know, I think a lot of us kind of wish that it would, you know, it doesn't always feel fair that, but it just doesn't.
0: Where does it flow?
1: It flows where to through the paths of least resistance where there's an energetic match, where there's fun and celebration, where there's already a vibration of surplus. So it is easier the more you have for more money to come because you just don't have any resistance around it. You probably have more pathways for it to flow to you. When it comes, you're like, oh, hey, you're here, join the party. And- What often happens when we're in need or lack or scarcity is when money comes, we turn into a nagging spouse and we're like, "Um, excuse me, I don't know if you realize, but I needed you to come last week. So you're a week late and I was hoping you'd bring more of your friends, but it looks like there's just a few of you here. So I'm really going to need you to start listening to me a little bit more. And it's like, if you think about being in an actual romantic relationship and you show up at the door and you immediately get scolded, like you're not enough. Where were you? I needed you. You weren't here. It's like, that's like not the door that you want to knock on.
0: Yeah. So let's just say for a listener who right now maybe doesn't have a, a lot of money and is working paycheck to paycheck. Vibrationally, they can get in the vibration of wealth, right? Wealth is my divine birth. Can they? Yes. Can they begin to? How can they do that before it shows up materially in their lives?
1: Yeah. So some of it is working on the belief that it's on the way. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, I because, love that. Because if I told you you have an inheritance, it's here in this account. See, it's got your name on it. And you're getting it in a year, you would spend that whole year excited for your inheritance to come. The reason that we can't enjoy anticipation is when we're actually afraid that at the end of it is disappointment and we're not going to get the thing. And so, if you can trust that it's on the way and that each little change you're making every day, maybe you spent five hours a day worrying about money. And you got that down to four hours in the quantum that is massive Mm -hmm. and it creates a compound effect. And so that everything's getting a little better and a little better. And every day it's getting better and you're getting closer and closer to your goal. There's so many ways to do it. You can celebrate, you know, we interact with money all the time. So anytime you're paying for something, thanking money, thank you Mm -hmm. so much money that I get to buy this meal thank you so much money that I get to pay my electric bill. I can't, I can't imagine life with before electricity. I'm so grateful Mm -hmm. that I get to, to do this and just find little ways to change your state and trust that that's all adding up to actually a huge change in the quantum.
0: What about giving and money? you know, Einstein talks about the boomerang effect, whatever goes around, comes around. And so, so does giving service or or does giving bring more abundance and money to us?
1: It can, as long as it's being done with the right vibrational feeling. So when often service feels really good, because we stop thinking, about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And as soon as we stop thinking about ourselves and we start thinking about other people, we just naturally feel better. Where, where it sometimes gets a little sticky is if you're giving and there's actually an underlying hint of I'm giving in order to receive, I'm giving because I want this to come back to me. That, that messes up the equation a little bit. You really have to be able to give freely and trust that it'll come back somehow in some way, but be completely detached to when and how and just be in more of the purity of service while you're giving.
0: That's good. So talk about visualization. Did you visualize you and your family living the life and making the amount of money that uh, you and your husband have made, was that a role in in your success? And what would you say to someone, uh, uh, an entrepreneur who might be really just beginning Yeah, and uh, it's kind of feeling like, man, my stuff is online and I've only had one sale
1: (laughs) in a month. What's going on? Yeah, well, first of all, celebrate the heck out of that one sale. I, w- I have been there and I used to leave that email receipt unread in my inbox so that every time I looked at my emails, I could remember and feel gratitude and celebrate that one sale. So Good. we got to use whatever we have to our advantage. Um, I do like visualization as a tool. And I will say that I use it differently now than I used to, um, because I often would try to visualize like grandiose things and have some rejection of that in my brain and in my body. It was like, yeah, but how, Mm -hmm. yeah, but when, yeah, but we don't have this. So I really eliminated anything that created friction or resistance. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, I just let there be glimpses and let it feel good. And it doesn't have to be so specific. I know many teachers will teach that, you know, what do you smell? What do you taste? What do you, you know? And it's like, if you can do that and it feels genuinely really good, then do it. But if you notice that the visualizations maybe actually make you feel further away, then see if you can switch it up and hold on a little more loosely.
0: You know, where did you get that, all of this wisdom from Emily? Is it just from the process Uh, that you have experienced in life because it's such wisdom. And I believe that it really answers so many questions and struggles that, that people are really going through in life. So Mm -hmm. where did that come
1: from? Thank you. Some of it certainly comes from life experience. Mm -hmm. I've also invested so heavily in myself working with coaches and mentors um, or investing in retreats and programs. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking to the tune of, you know, over $200,000 at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was done over time mm-hmm. for sure. But I'm so grateful for that. You know, I think it really has helped me to shortcut uh, the timeline around getting to this point and this understanding and this feeling of satisfaction with life and with money. Um, But I also, I really love the tool of human design just in terms of helping us to reconnect and understand the wisdom inside of our bodies and what it's telling us. I found I was so disconnected. You know, I had both of my kids like natural childbirth, no drugs And it's like, a lot of times these high performance women, high pain tolerance, we've got no freaking idea how we actually feel about anything. And our body is so wise. And when I started to really listen and feel, that's when I started noticing, actually, sometimes these affirmations don't feel as good as I think they do. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's a whisper. So if you don't get quiet and you don't get curious, you'll miss it.
0: So what about our connection with God's source or spirit and money?
1: Well, I, I do believe there is a connection in the sense that when we're in our feminine energy and we're we're investing in that relationship. We have the opportunity to get more aligned to our life's purpose more quickly. And, you know, God is infinitely resourced and we are a part of that. So there's really no divinity outside of ourselves that wants us to be poor or struggling, but we have free will. And part of our Mm -hmm. learning might be to reclaim that. Now, I want to be careful in saying that it doesn't mean that because you have more money that you're closer to God or you're holier or anything. Mm -hmm. I think we've seen plenty of examples where, you know, like Vladimir Putin has got a lot of money, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say he's necessarily living a very holy and connected life. Right. Mm-hmm. So we got to be careful about not giving money too much power where we make it mean something. Oh, I'm more worthy when I have it, or she's more worthy when she has it. It's like, no, not necessarily, but When we're talking about feminine energy wealth and wanting to create it from a place that feels really good, then it is natural that we want to have more connection to spirit because that's what draws us into this beautiful aligned wealth that we can feel so good about.
0: And so if we're in our feminine energy, that means we're more intuitive. That's where we get our downloads. Is that where women and men get the idea, the hunch, the,
1: oh, I think that's a great, is that where that comes from? Yes. That's all feminine energy because that's receiving, Mm -hmm. right? That wasn't, I'm going to sit down at my whiteboard and I'm going to have a brainstorm session, for an hour, that would be masculine energy. (laughs) We've all been there, but then it's like, well, (laughs) why does the best ideas always come when we're in the shower or we're out on a walk or we're on vacation? It's like when we can get ourselves into a receptive state where we're not thinking and strategizing Mm -hmm. and doing, then God finds that little window and comes in with a great intuition or a great idea. So
0: I'm gonna ask you this question and I ask all wealthy people, can money make you happy? And I have a friend Les Brown, y'all know Les motivation speaker, he said everybody say money can't make you happy, but it's right up there with oxygen. You know, that's just <laughs> what he says. So <laughs> we know that's what Les says, but what do you say? Can money
1: make you happy? I say yes and no. I'm kind of with Les on that. I think if if you're waiting to be happy until you get money. That's a recipe for being broken, unhappy your whole life. Mm -hmm. But money certainly makes life better. It enhances things, right? You get to have more experiences. You get to say yes to more. You get to learn more about yourself. My mentor said, you know, she never learned how she really wanted to dress until she could buy anything that she wanted. She never learned whether she liked caviar until she could afford the caviar. So I do think that money is, does hold a lot of potential for us to have an enhanced life experience. But when we, when we think that it's going to provide us happiness, essentially what we're saying is until I have it, I can't be happy. And then you've got the equation all wrong because it's like, we'll be happy. And then the money can come.
0: Yeah. That's so good. You have such wisdom. I'm sure you've heard that before, right? Thank you.
1: Thank you. You have
0: such wisdom. So tell our listeners, I mean, you have so many goodies on your website. Uh, Tell our listeners what services you offer, what products you have, what is your website, how can they contact you, etc.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for that invitation. So I have you know, I do one-on-one coaching. I run a high-level mastermind for women who are building seven-figure businesses. And then I have a lot of programs. I try to run a live program every month or so that you can jump into at a more affordable price point. Um, Right now I'm doing partnered prosperity, which is all about wealth co-creation with your spouse or partner, for example. So yeah. So going to emilywilcox.com or following me on social media is a great way to connect and know what's going on in my world and jump in if you're interested. And so uh, I looked at one
0: thing, uh, do you still have the uh, service where people can come and spend the day at your, at your house with you? Are you still doing that, Emily?
1: Yes. Okay. So I call it the, the house of M VIP day. I'm <laughs> One of my greatest manifestations has been this home. It's so beautiful. We've got 180 degree ocean views. We've got a beautiful pool and hot tub in the backyard. It's light and bright. It's it's filled with so much good energy. So it's a a fun way to connect. And I really believe in the power of in-person experiences more than ever after this pandemic world that we've been in. So what city do you live in? I'm in a suburb of Los Angeles okay yeah I got you yeah I noticed how generous
0: she was so when I hit stop record I'm gonna ask her exactly what suburb of, of Los Angeles but <laughs> let me say this about you you have a sweet spirit about you one of uh knowing and really the spirit has given you the ability to really break down in very simplistic terms your experience and universal principles that work mm. and i think that you you are answering a lot of questions that people are are, are experiencing that they're feeling around creating Uh, manifesting and living their best life you have that gift my dear
1: thank you so much it feels like such a gift to me I and I do believe it's from spirit and I believe that when we say yes that we're willing to try and we're willing to learn and we're willing to show up and speak and use our voices even when it doesn't feel perfect God is so grateful that yeah. we said yes to the assignment and the gifts just keep coming
0: yeah that's who you are thank you so much it's been an honor everybody go to her website follow her on social media what are you on social media what's your what's your handle is it, Emily it Will-
1: Instagram I'm at M makes money okay and Facebook it's Emily June Wilcox okay
0: all right so follow her on her social media platforms And uh, as I say, every week, you're the creator of your own reality. Make a decision to live your best life. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you, Emily.
1: Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest.
0: Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.